ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. From some of the best elk hunters in the world. Across the canyon, pop up the other side, and the wind is right at my back and blows right into it. I cut him off and say, I'm the baddest one, not you. I love it, and I feel like I'm super blessed to call myself an elk hunter. To beat them at their game, to get them within that bow range, convincing them that I'm one of them. you got to close that distance really quick on him. And if he's going to engage that much, that's a dead bull. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion. Pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. It's actually better if it's hanging about that level anyway, because then my, my audio is not so hard to manipulate yeah. with all the background noise. So Heather came by and dropped some of these yeah, on the I table. Yeah, I saw her behind you. Yeah. I met her at Sheep Show. Yeah, Heather's uh, Heather's good. I uh, She didn't leave the coconut one for me. I'm kind of... She knows that's my favorite. So how we doing, man? Sean Durkin with Alpen Fuel. Um, went over, man, and I'm... Uh, I struggle with the breakfasts. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> and uh, come over to the booth yesterday. Um, Chris Young was telling me about it, and we went over there. And, man, what a phenomenal breakfast you guys yeah, have. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate uh, There wasn't a bad one, but I had my favorites out of the out of the few. I think there was only one I didn't try. That was a lemon. I'm not a huge lemon fan. Yes. Uh, but the I'm still torn. I think I think it's the apple cinnamon. Apple. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one yeah. there. That one's Ooh, amazing. That thing is uh, freaking so. The texture in it is is not your average granola that we're used to. No, we uh, worked on texture a lot actually. We've got uh, rice puffs and gluten free oats in it, and then uh, that one's actually made with gourmet caramel. So we we partnered with uh, a local candy company in Bozeman, and we buy bulk caramel from them in seventy pound slabs, and we cut it up and bake it into that flavor. So it's. It's our number one by a good margin. It's a phenomenal flavor. That one's good. And then the mango, coconut mango. Coconut mango. That yeah. one's really. I'm a coconut. I'm a huge coconut fan. Uh, I like mango, but I'm a huge coconut fan. So that one was really, really good too. So I want to talk about the texture a little bit, right? Because if you typically you look at a granola, it's a granola. Um, and I didn't expect 
right. to even think about texture. But that was one of the things that stood out when I'm, you know, throwing down two and three of cups at a time. Right. That was one of the things that stood out. It was like, wow, this is granola, but it has this texture. And it's, maybe it sounds odd. It's almost soothing, uh, especially eating granola. Is that, how did, how did that come about? What made you guys think about texture? I think most people, you know, yeah. throw granola in a bag and say, here you go. And So I think we got it texture just by prioritizing the nutrition and trying to put all natural ingredients in it. So we, when we started out, we, we said, let's make these the highest calorie breakfast meals on the market. Uh, and so that's what we did. They're an average of 700 calories and they've got lots of nuts in them. Um, and then we have powdered milk in the pouches too. So you just add hot or cold water. And then with the ingredients we picked, we just arrived at a really good texture, and that's uh, we're we're proud of that. Like you said, it you get a you, you try it and you think, wow, this is not what I expected, right. and, and we get that a lot. We have people come up to us at the booth and say, no, it's just granola. All you make is granola, and it's like, no, it's it's pretty special. We went after kind of an endurance nutrition profile, so it's got lots of carbs, lots of fat, and uh, lots of protein, so it'll stick with you for multiple hours you won't be looking for a granola bar an hour later you know that that's i'm glad you said fat right because that when we when we talk about fuel on the mountain people leave i think the fat kind of goes to the wayside it does right everybody goes oh i need protein for repair or i need carbohydrates for fuel right well fat's a huge component and then when you talk about the mental aspects if you're on the mountain for you know 10 days six days even right, right. And, that, and that fatigue is setting in uh for me, that fat plays a huge, a huge role in my cognitive function and staying aware of right. things on the mountain. It's it's a big deal to hear that. And a lot of companies, breakfast is an afterthought. They go after dinner entrees, and then with their breakfast, they have a couple options. And if it's a granola, it will be uh, heavy in carbs and protein, or excuse me, carbs and sugar. Yeah. But it won't have any protein or fat in it. And so we, we've got coconut oil in there. We've got lots of nuts. So we're fat heavy, but. As soon as those quicker burning carbs burn off, then you've got the, the big logs on the fire left, the fat. Mm -hmm. So the fat and the protein keep you full and they burn for hours afterwards. So that's what we went after. But you won't get a sugar crash, they don't sit heavy in your stomach and you've got that long burning fuel. Yeah, I can't do the I can't do the high sugar on them. And then a part of it, right? So when I, when I initially hear those calories, I'm a bigger dude, right? I need a lot of calories on the sure. mountain. But some of the some of the meals, uh, they're too much, right? You, you seven hundred calories in some meals, you, I can't eat them. No, I can't get through a whole bag, and especially for breakfast, um, I don't do a lot of breakfast eating on a norm. So you know, for that one month, um, you know, trying to eat a breakfast because I know the value of it, I still right. can't get through some of those seven hundred calories. Some of those meals are fifteen hundred calories. Like I can't well, consume that. You can't get at 700, 800 calories in eggs without having a massive amount of eggs. So right. With our granola and the, the high calorie stuff that we put in there, you can have a cup of granola more or less, which is what we have, which isn't a lot of food in your stomach. You can handle that. And uh, it, yeah, no bloating, burns. Just clean. calorically dense yep. is, what, is what you're aiming for. Absolutely. So do you guys have, did you have a background in nutrition? Did you have a background in culinary or how did, how did it, how did Alpen Fuel yeah, come to be? Great question. So I'm actually a industrial engineer by trade. I've worked in manufacturing. I worked for uh, the Boeing company in Seattle for a few years. 
And then I worked for a company called Clear Systems in Bozeman, so they make uh, military-grade lasers. So I worked as a, uh, a materials manager for them for nine years. So I managed contracts and did buying, purchasing, uh, managed the vendors and that sort of thing. So I have the industrial engineering background kind of gave me the ability to look at it and say, we wanted to optimize basically the bag size, the bag thickness, the nutrition components, you know, every little facet of it we could optimize, we tried to do that. But in optimizing the nutrition, I actually talked with some endurance coaches in Bozeman that I'd met at a convention and and they were one of our field testers and so they're training ultra marathoners, cyclists, and uh, so we were fortunate enough to have a connection with them. They helped us optimize some of the nutri nutrition in there. The, the macros and that's where we landed so we're really pleased with the final product yeah you can't you, and you know a lot of especially now right hunters hunters are becoming more endurance athletes right even at a slower pace right but guys are doing you know 11 12 miles a day uh, in some of the toughest country that that we've ever decided to trek and it seems like more and more but nutrition still lacks man so it's nice to hear it's nice to hear that well, that's the engineering side of it, right? <laughs> it's yeah. always it's always about maximization and optimization. We, we nerded out on it. If you look at endurance athletes, like somebody running a 20-mile race, they will ingest 100% carbs. They don't need the fat or the protein. They're moving at a high rate of speed relative to hunting, and they're doing it, say, for three, four hours. You can get away with heavy carb loading for that and keep, you know, carbs are basically throwing newspaper on a fire they burn hot they burn fast but if you're hunting for an entire day up at sun up you know staying out there till the sun goes down your calorie needs are are very high but the macros are way different than if you're an endurance race. right so that's, that's sustainable what, that's what we learned in talking with some of our contacts is is getting that fat and protein in there so that you've got good steady energy throughout the day but not only that recovery fuel as well for the next day so how does that how's the makeup look right you had mentioned organic um so how does that makeup look is that is that where you guys are are uh, sourcing from is organic across the board or we don't do organic across the board we use it uh, as much as we can so our oats are gluten-free and organic some of the chia seeds and things like that maple syrup that we use are, is organic um, I'd say they're half organic, and then the gluten-free oats are a big deal for some folks. All of our meals are gluten-free. You know, that's funny because I, I squawked at, at the gluten thing for a long time. Uh, my daughter is heavy into yoga, and she's like, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, you guys got to look at this. Yeah. And we pulled off of it, and I noticed a substantial difference in how I felt. And then those times where I consumed gluten, I felt miserable after. Sure. And it was just like, whoa, what did I do to myself? And I and I'm I would say I'm still a bit resistant to that, even knowing how it affects me. Uh, but man, what a huge difference that gluten free is. Yes. You know? And That's people uh, people will listen and be like, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we're not trying to push any like our meals are vegetarian, but we sell lots of hunters, right? right. I mean we support hunting um, we're not pushing any dietary choices on anybody, but if you want meals that Alaska Sheep Guides can use on a 20-day hunt and not blow their stomach up, you need to check some of these boxes, right? So we want meals that are good, clean burning for anybody and, and be as inclusive as we can as to who these meals 
can work for. Uh, we can't get away from including dairy, unfortunately, uh, because we use that powdered milk in them. Mm -hmm. But other than that, they're they're pretty uh, widely used across the board. And the nice thing is, you can you don't have to mix them. There's some of the there's some of the meals where it's like you got to have you know, hot or cold in there. But uh, we were eating them out of the cups, you know, just as a dry granola, right. essentially, right? And th and that's, that's again, the part that struck me is the texture even that way. And I just want folks to understand, we weren't mixing those. You know, those were dry meals that we're eating and it yep. still had that really good texture. Um, so you can go hot or cold with the meals as well, right? Hot or cold, just a half of a cup of water. And that half a cup is important. Some meals use 10, 12 ounces, a full cup of water, but you can get away with a half of a cup, which is important if you're, you know, up on a ridge somewhere camping to glass for mule deer and you don't have water nearby. Yeah, just pop in the bag and then you don't have to, another part is the waste, right? Is, you know, you, in the morning for me, like I said, I don't, it's hard for me to eat breakfast. It's just something that I don't do on a daily because it's, you know, it's the go of life. Right. Um, so then when I make that switch in late August, you know, through September, it takes a while for me to transition into that breakfast. So being able to consume something that's pleasing to me and the palate one, but then giving me calories and I'm not wasting a bag that I had to pour water into, right? I can snack on the trail as I go if it's dry. I have no problem with that. Yep. I think I like that better than having to put water to it. Um, dealing with eating seven or 800 calories first thing in the morning, which I'm not used to. Your body's like, hey, what are you doing? Sure. Right? I'm not used to this. Stop doing it. And then I usually, I'll, I'll hit that slump right after I eat a bunch, right? So I'm, I'm glad we connected yesterday. Yeah, that's you know, cool to hear. Thank you. It's, uh, so how, why don't you tell us about the meals, how many meals, the flavors of the meals, etc. Great question. So we started with four flavors. Uh, October of 2020, we started the company. And uh, we started with four flavors and we've added two since. So the four we, we did initially was orange pecan, coconut mango, chocolate strawberry, and lemonberry. And then uh, we added caramel apple and recently, a month ago, we added cranberry white chocolate. I think I didn't try that. I'm gonna have to come back and try the cranberry white chocolate. And the caramel, as I mentioned, is the top seller because of that gourmet caramel baked into it. Yeah, there's Chris right there. Hey Chris, what was that? What was your favorite one? What's your favorite meal was Orange what? Orange pecan. Orange pecan. There it was. That one was really good. Yeah, I really liked that one. The orange pecan, when when he said it, and I looked at it, I was like, that's a little peculiar, but it has this really, really mild orange flavor, and that pecan comes through with that orange. I thought it was an odd combination. Right, but the way that it comes across the palate, yeah. it was like, that's pretty freaking and cool. My wife, I should mention her, so I, I uh, originally was thinking, oh, let's try breakfast. It's, there's, a, there's an opening in the market there for us to capitalize Absolutely. on, and, and if we can get that right, we'll be okay. And so I helped develop some of the check boxes, you know, that we wanted to hit, and then turned the recipes over to her, and she took them from okay to, to where they're at today just tweaking the ingredients and getting the texture and everything that you're talking about. What's, uh, what's the process, right? Because I think I said, are they freeze-dried? And you and you started to correct me. So, I, you know, what, what's the process and how do you get them to where they're, sure. you know, in the bags and, and ready to go for us on the So, mountain? all the granola out there is made in a convection oven of some sort. It's not freeze-dried at all. So, the freeze-drying process, you think of like, uh, I don't know, uh, 
casseroles or something that's wetter like eggs, you need to drive the moisture out of it to make it shelf stable. With granola, all the ingredients you make it out of are shelf stable to begin with. Maple syrup, coconut oil, almonds, all that is inherently shelf stable. So all we do is just combine it, uh, the wet ingredients with the dry ingredients, bake it in a convection oven to drive even more of the moisture off, get that nice flavor going, and then uh, bag it up with oxygen absorbers. So it's a very uh, clean and, and quick process to make it. And you get about an 18-month shelf life out of the product. That's pretty good. Yeah, because no matter what I do, right, and, and, I, and I'll calc out calories, you know, on a daily basis, and it seems like at the end of the season, I still have a few meals left over, right? And it, it's always like, okay, what's what's the use-by date on that? Right. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that stuff that has that shelf stability, because we so we spend so much money. I mean, meals aren't cheap, right? I think if you go with a lower end kind of meals, I won't mention. You're, you're starting at what seven and a half dollars to eight and a half dollars now. I think some of the Mountain House meals you can buy for six dollars. Ours retail at seven fifty, and the reason we positioned it there is again we're twenty five percent higher in calories than the other guys, so uh, we feel the value you get is is great with that. I didn't expect that. So that's the difference there in, yeah. in price. But it seems like if you get a freeze dried breakfast, that might be. A little more processing and more expensive in ingredients. Maybe those are around the ten dollar mark. So we're, we're, I'd say in the middle somewhere. Yeah, that I didn't. I, I'm actually shocked that you guys are only at seven and a half dollars. I mean, that's that's a, in my head, that's a heck of a value uh, for what you're getting, the flavor you're getting, the texture. It, it's almost like a little bit of a comfort food. Um, I'm used to spending ten plus dollars. Like I don't, I don't go with the most expensive most times, but I won't. I don't want crap ingredients, and I don't want to be up in the middle of the night going, you know, no. hunched over with my stomach, and I've been there. <laughs> um, there's some of the meals. I had a buddy in camp. This is three years ago, and, uh, I mean, we beat it all day. I mean, we were just, it was just a brutal day on the mountain. We get back, and he's just pounding uh, another brand. He eats it, and I'm like, man, you better slow down, dude. That's a lot of sodium as he's boiling another bag. No, I hear you. And uh, within a half an hour of him eating two of those meals, I'm, I kid you not, man, his wrist was as fat as this portion of his hand. Oh, no. And it was gelatinous, so he would shake it. We're laughing, and I'm like, dude, just start drinking a bunch of water. I don't know what else to tell <laughs> you. Gotta you got to get that out of your system. And, yeah. I mean, you're talking, this is a fit dude. He's like, you know, he's on the smaller side. He's 145 pounds, decent muscle mass, you know, hardly any fat on his body. And to see him swell up like that. That's it was like, I'll never eat that meal that you ate ever, no. period, ever. If I have any in my bin, they're trash. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. But seven and a half bucks, man, that's, in the market, I think that's a heck of a value. That's a really good value. Well, that's where we want to be. I mean, yeah. we don't want folks getting sticker shock with them and not trying them. They're, they're meals to be used, and, you know, we want everybody, hunters, snowmobilers, you name it. I, we want folks packing our meals. So. Heck yeah. What, uh, where, why don't you tell them where they could find you, uh, how to get in contact, if they have any questions or anything on the meals. So again, I'm Sean uh, with Alpenfuel. We have our website at alpenfuel.com. We do free shipping on orders over $50 through the website. And then we've got about 25 stores around the West that carry our products. Uh, dealers that hunters might be familiar with, Black Ovis and Go Hunt carry our meals. Uh, and then one Shields store in 
in Missoula, Montana. We're hoping to get into more Shields stores. So, yeah, it's been great. It's a fun ride, and we're slowly, steadily growing here. Yeah, well, I appreciate the time, man. Nice Thank to you meet so you. much. Thanks yeah, for pleasure. Me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. That was great.